Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today as we look at the most common college scams, and most importantly, how you can avoid them. There's a ton. So let's just go through the most common. So, you know, many students will encounter scams in college. It's just normal. The most common types of scams include student loan scams, of course, financial aid scams, scholarship scams, apartment rentals, online shopping scams, and identity theft. Let's take a look at some signs of a scam. Most scams just try to get you to pay money up front before you receive anything. The fee may seem innocuous, such as an application fee, deposit, maybe they talk about taxes. But by the time you realize you've been conned, the money is gone. And there's often really nothing you can do about it. A scam can also seek payment for a prepaid debit card, a gift cards, Western Union, wire transfer, cashier's check, or money order. Some scams even seek payment by PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, or other payment apps. I've even had somebody try to scam me in paying them in Bitcoin. Who can afford to buy Bitcoin anymore? Am I right? Anyway, <laughs> other scams are focused on identity theft. They collect your information, like your name, address, date of birth, social security number, driver's license number, credit card numbers, bank account numbers, and or FSA ID. If a scam gets your bank account number and the routing number, they can easily empty your bank account. They don't even need your signature. Scams often take advantage of a student's lack of experience and even confusion. Some scams may appeal to the student's fear, embarrassment, greed, just being naive, or desperation for money to pay for college. Ah, because there may be some time pressure involved. Sometimes, even Googling the name of the organization and scam will uncover fraud reports by previous victims. Also, check for complaints at the BBB, or Better Business Bureau's website. That's easy to remember. It's just BBB.org. All right, now let's break down just a few of the most common types of college scams. First, we take a look at scholarship scams. So these often guarantee that you'll win a scholarship. A claim that is on its face fraudulent. Can't guarantee that. Never pay money to search for scholarships or to apply for scholarships. Legitimate scholarships don't charge application fees. Although some scholarships may be taxable, the taxes are paid to the IRS, not to the scholarship provider. If you have to pay money to get money, it's probably a scam. Financial aid scams. So the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA, is a free form, just as the name suggests. You don't need to pay a fee to complete the FAFSA. Do not share your FSA ID with anybody as it is an electronic signature. Student loan scams. An advanced fee loan scam charges an upfront fee to reduce your loan payment or interest rate, consolidate or even refinance your loans, get a deferment or forbearance, or apply for loan forgiveness or other debt relief. Some scams have you send the monthly loan payment to them instead of the lender, pocketing the money, of course. It's illegal to charge an upfront fee for credit repair and similar services under federal and state law. You can change repayment plans, apply for loan forgiveness, make other changes in your student loans, 
for free in just minutes by contacting your loan servicer or visiting studentaid.gov. Now let's take a look at some apartment rental scams. Yeah, housing scams involve a fake roommate or landlord seeking to rent an apartment. You pay a fee, deposit or the deposit the rent without visiting the apartment. Now, the person who gets the money doesn't actually own the apartment and is not a legitimate roommate. So you're just out the deposit. Let's talk about unpaid tuition scams. A student or parent receives a notice that their tuition payment is late or that the tuition has not been paid in full. It might look legit. With the college logo, maybe a statement, you can visit the college's website directly. Don't click on a link in any email message unless it's from a trusted person. Or just never click on links. I don't know, maybe that could be the rule. Let's move on to federal student tax. We've seen these pop up here and there. The IRS reports that students are getting calls about a non-existent federal student tax. The scam demands immediate payment and threatens the student with arrest or deportation if they don't pay the tax. The IRS never does this. Never. Just hang up and move on. Online shopping scams. This is the most common type of online shopping scam affecting college students. It involves a fake online bookstore that offers great deals on popular textbooks. But the textbooks may never arrive and digital downloads may include malware. Buy textbooks only from well-known legitimate websites and campus bookstores. There are a lot of legit ones. If it sounds too good to be true, yep, it probably is. Beware of buying anything advertised on social media. Identity theft. We've touched on this a little bit, but identity theft theft scams may be perpetrated using unsecured public Wi-Fi or fake hotspots at popular student hangouts or through phishing email messages and fake websites that look legit. These scams are designed to capture usernames and passwords and other personal information. Do not... Log in to email accounts, bank accounts, or other sensitive websites in a public location or by clicking on a link in any email message. This is our last scam we're going to talk about today. Employment scams. A fake job offers high pay, flexible hours, and a work-from-home opportunity, but it may require you to pay an upfront fee. What? Or it may involve collecting personal information for identity theft purposes. Or it might send you a check for too much money, ask you to refund the overage, and the check turns out to be a forgery. Not good. Bottom line, pay attention, be safe, and remember, if you have to pay money to get money, it's probably a scam. Thanks so much for dropping by today, for listening to the podcast. It means so much to us, and we hope that it helped. And just to clear some things up a little bit so you can avoid some of these scams. If you want to find out about college scams, you want to dig a little bit deeper into this, maybe ask some questions about it, you can find it at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just copy and paste the title of the podcast into the search bar, and you'll find it. There's also all kinds of amazing financial stuff all right there on that one website. Again, it's thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again. We'll talk to you again real soon.